Hey, y'all. I'm Damon Oates, founder of Deco Exchange. Who else has heard that crafting is just a hobby? I turned my love of crafting into a thriving multi-seven-figure company, surrounded myself in an amazing community, and met some amazing business owners along the way. I'm here to show everyone that makers mean business. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Makers Mean Business podcast, episode seven. And today we're going to talk to a great friend of ours, Lauren. Lauren has been a member of our business coaching group since the beginning, and the changes she's made in her business have allowed her the freedom to support her family while helping others sell more on Etsy. Y'all, let's jump into this interview and see what Lauren has to share. Welcome to the Makers Mean Business podcast. Can you tell us who you are and what you do? Thank you for having me. Um, I am Lauren Kilgore. I started out as a wreath maker, just like so many of your audience, but I have sort of morphed my business and we'll add it on a little bit um, in having creating Handmade Sellers University where I teach um, creatives, not just wreath makers, but anybody how to sell on Etsy. So, but that shift came naturally because you do so well on Etsy. Right. Yeah. It just became, for some reason, I just really latched onto the platform and it made sense to me. And I found myself answering so many other people's questions in Facebook groups and whatever that they just weren't catching on to as easily. So yeah, it, it turned into like, oh, I see an opportunity here for, to help some people that really, you know, to be in the same position that I'm in. Yeah. So how did you get started selling wreaths? Um, way back when in 2014 i believe i was a single mom back then i was um i didn't have a lot to do in the evenings i was kind of bored my daughter went to bed and i wasn't doing anything and i'm kind of one of those people that needs to be constantly busy um i had just finished my master's program and i was like okay i need something else to do i'm not going to go back to school anymore And so I decided to just start, I just did some crafting for my own house and just to sort of fill up the time. And then, um, and then it just sort of turned into like, I posted some on Facebook and then people were like, oh, you should totally sell these. And I was like, okay, well, I totally will if you will buy them. And I, so I figured, you know, the extra money would be nice and that filling up the time would be nice. And then it just sort of took off from there. So was it always easy or natural for you to make and sell? Not really. I'm not a salesperson and I'm, I, I'm an accountant by day. Um, so I'm a numbers person and I'm not necessarily like a very creative person, like, like some of the other people that I look up to, but I just have fun doing it. And so, yeah, I mean, it just sort of, I had to learn a lot along the way, but yeah, it did not come naturally. So as someone that isn't salesy, somewhat introverted, why is Etsy such a good platform to use? Because I don't have to talk to people. Right. (laughs) I love it. I mean, um, I know a lot of people do really great on Facebook and in person at craft shows, and that's awesome. But for me, um, being on Etsy, like I don't ever have to talk to people and 99.9% of my sales come from Etsy and I just, they buy it, I ship it to them and, you know, I tell them thank you and then we go about our day. Um, So, I mean, Etsy's a great place, you know, even if people do sell well locally and on Facebook and stuff like that, I still tell them, you know, you might as well expand your business on Etsy and, and, you know, there's no reason, it's not instead of, it's a great in addition to what you're already doing. 
Right. So one of the things that I always get told is, well, you only sell a lot because you have a big following. Right. And the truth is on Etsy, it doesn't matter. Right. It's not really like a following on there. Yeah. Right. It's, it's more, um, it's one of those things where once you get the ball rolling, it's kind of hard in the beginning to get it going, I think. Um, but once it gets rolling, uh, it really works for you. Um, you start to learn how to list things. Um, Etsy learns that you are a good seller and you're constantly selling. So they're going to start showing your stuff more. And the, it just really, you know, kind of the, it gets exponential from there. Um, so, you know, it's, it's much easier once you get going on it for a little while. So whenever you ran into those struggles, what helped you uh, push through that struggle or motivated you to keep going to be a maker? The prospect of someday making it my sole business, that it would, that I could quit the nine to five, that it could be, you know, sustain me completely um, so that I wouldn't have to, you know, leave my kids at, you know, and have to go into work and work for somebody else every single day. So if you could go back to when you first started your online business, what is one thing that you wish you knew then that you know now? I wish I knew then how much, well, I'll say I, there wasn't that much information out there back then um, at all. So if there was, I would have, you know, I would have told myself, you know, you need to go and find some people and you need to follow some people. Um, you need to get some, you know, coaches in, in the areas that you need help with and whatnot. But there wasn't that, that back then. Thankfully, now there are so much out there and there's so many skilled people in different areas of, you know, Facebook, uh, Etsy, Instagram, whatever it is you want to go into um, that. Yeah, I think that that's what I would have done if I could have um, way back when is to, you know, find somebody that knew everything. I was like Googling everything back then and trying to do it all on my own. And it took three years before I ever got any traction because I had no clue what the heck I was doing. I was doing it all wrong. I think it's interesting because so many of us that started five, six years ago um, had that same mentality where it wasn't even a thought that we could go ask someone how to do it. We just figured it yeah. out. Yeah, because and and the the environment back then was nobody wanted to tell you how to do it. Nobody wanted to share that information at all. Um, so you could try and ask, but people were not going to be real forced <laughs> with the information. Yeah. So if someone was brand new to selling on Etsy, what would be three tips that you would give them to help them get started? Um, the first thing I would say is uh, don't treat it like Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or eBay. It's its own platform with its, its own algorithm that you do have to learn its own system. Um, you can't just set it and forget it. You can't just put a listing up there and assume that it's going to sell just because it happens to be on the platform. That's not how it works. Um, so you have to, that, that would be my first thing is to really pay attention to the fact that it's different. Um, and every platform's different. Um, the second thing would be um, to fully fill out your entire shop because it makes a difference in rankings. I don't know how many shops I see that don't even have a policy section. Not only is that going to be hard for you in case of an issue with a customer because um, you have no leg to stand on, it actually um, affects your search ranking. So fully filling out your shop, I think, would be the second one. 
The third one, I think kind of goes back to your business name. I see um, so many people who have these business names that are really weirdly spelled or, um, you know, they aren't, they don't match what their name is on Facebook. And, um, you know, people get bombarded by so much information every day. They, if you're going to ask them to remember your shop name or your business name, um, that's asking a lot for one thing. If you want them to find uh, two names because you have something different on Facebook versus uh, Etsy, you're asking a whole hell of a lot. And you're, you're, just, uh, you're just asking for a lot less visibility because they are not going to remember. So um, making sure that you have a, a, a good name that's creative, it's memorable, but it's also the same on all your platforms. So we're going to basically make sure we're active on Etsy. We're going to make sure our accounts and listings are filled out completely. And we're going to have an easy name to remember. Yeah, definitely. So we've talked about a few things. Have you been surprised about any things that you've seen the last few months with all of the COVID and other things going on in your business? You know, it's funny because it, it's sad in a way. I mean, I, I hate that so many businesses have had to go under right now and, you know, but for those of us in the online space who had already made the leap or those that are realizing now that, that this is the, what you need to do, it is unbelievable. I mean, people literally can't go to the store to buy a gift right now. They can't um, go buy a birthday present or a Mother's Day gift or a Father's Day gift. So they're jumping online to places like Etsy to buy those unique pieces. And so for those people that are already online, I'm sure everybody's, you know, has seen it. You're reaping the benefits. If you're not online yet, this is definitely the time. This is like for online sellers, like this is our time for sure to be selling because that's where everyone's going. Yeah. Our sales actually increased by 300%. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah. We, mine are up. I don't know what percent, but they're up. Yeah. Our April sales, just for April, were the total sales of adding January, February, March together. Wow. And it's funny because this is often a slow time. Yep. Um, you know, January's okay, but usually February, March goes down a little bit, but not lately. So for all of our friends who are scared to sell online, this is the reason why you should sell online. Look at Facebook, look at the news, and look at how many brick and mortars are having to close their doors right now. But the people in the online space, we're rocking it. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm seeing how many um, even brick and mortars have converted to an online. Yep. Um, I mean, even like my local thrift store, like which you would think a clothing store like that, you would need to go in. Oh, no, they put all their stuff on a Shopify and they created this, you know, platform for people to purchase because they had to they had to keep going, you know, as business entrepreneurs like we didn't come this far to stop now. We didn't come this far for this to take us down. Like we just adapt. And if you haven't been selling online, well, now you jump online and that's what you do. Right. So do you have any big surprises or new release items coming from you for people to check out? Yes. In July, we will have a workshop on Etsy titles. So how to write a good Etsy title. And it will sort of kind of uh, reflect in the tags that you use for your shop as well and keywords in general, but how to write a good um, Etsy title. So we'll, we'll do a workshop um, together on that. There'll be some, um, 
some videos, a web, you know, some kind of presentation. I haven't finalized it all yet, but I have all these, I have all the notes down and I have all these really cool video ideas to show you visually how Etsy search works. Because I think people don't understand it quite well when they're writing a title that to write it so that it, your listing could be found. Right. The title also shows up in Google search, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the most important part of the title is using SEO keywords, I would imagine. Right. Yep. Is And really, I think the most important thing is just thinking like a buyer instead of like your, it's your, your seller. You're, sometimes people are a little bit too close to the product to be able to stand back and realize that buyers don't know exactly what you have. So don't be so specific in when you list it out because they, you know, they don't know what it is. They're looking for a gift for somebody. They're looking for a present for something. They're looking for a decoration for a party or for their front door or whatever. Um, they aren't looking for, um, you know, blue bow with purple flowers. Like they don't know that you have that yet. So not getting too specific. Um, I mean, you definitely need some specific words, but thinking like a buyer instead of like a seller. So if our listeners wanted to prepare for this title course, our freebie, um, they could head over to your website, right? And use the SEO workbook. Yeah. So we have a, um, a worksheet to help you brainstorm keywords and it goes through, um, I can't remember how many questions there are, but it's just, it's, and it's got blocks of space so that, you know, you can kind of brainstorm some, it'll ask you different questions, you fill it out, and then you turn those answers to those questions into keywords that you can use for your shop. So y'all, if you're listening, we actually snagged a real easy URL so you can go straight to this worksheet. It is mmblauren.com. And it will take you to, is it called SEO brainstorm worksheet? Um, it's just called brainstorm keywords worksheet. Okay. Yeah. So that would definitely be helpful for anyone with an Etsy shop. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, and it'll even be helpful if you just had a website. Um, it just it helps you to think of the ways that people are searching and the questions, you know, that people are trying to find answers to. So Lauren, if a listener just wanted to find out more about you or your products, where all can we find you online? So I made it easy. So it's just laurenkilgore.com. And that's where I have um, all the information on my courses and my Etsy coaching and all the help that I have for people for their Etsy shop. And it also does link over to my Etsy shop, which is beautiful mesh. If anyone wants to go check it out and see if I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> they can go check out my shop on Etsy. Speaking of credibility, how many wreaths do you sell a month? Oh God. I don't, Oh God. I don't even know. Um, I'm not even sure I could give you a number. I could look it up. <laughs> you always have but, piles of boxes going out. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's probably, Oh God. 50 some a month. I was thinking you were close to 50 a month. Yeah. I'm thinking about 10 or so, at least a, a week. Um, at least. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of wreaths. Yeah. It's, it's, it's work, but you know what? It's something that I love to do. And you know, when I'm in a bad mood or I'm, <laughs> I'm in a happy mood or whatever, I go up and I lock myself in my craft room and I just make something. Yeah. So I have one more question for you, and it's kind of our signature question, and that is, can you tell me what being a maker means to you? For me, 
it's the pride in my own work. Um, you know, my husband, he's a great provider for us and our family. But for me, the the ability to create my own income that I could sustain myself, I could sustain, sustain our family um, on my own, that's just that pride that I feel of being able to, I don't have to work for someone else if I don't want to. I can create something out of my own brain, out of my own hands, and have a living on it like that that and that's what I love that feeling makes me so energized and that's what drives me to teach others how to do the same because I want other people to feel like this I want other people to be able to do this for their family I mean it's an amazing feeling and I want other people to to be able to feel that same thing so that really pushes me to try and help as many people as I can you know it's not competition it's it's just you know wanting everybody to have the same success it's true and it's it's an amazing feeling when you see those other people win yes yeah i mean knowing what it what it feels like i'm like oh you finally you got it you got the same thing oh my god like we could just like high five (laughs) because it's so cool Yep. All right, y'all. So if you guys want to get started on improving your Etsy shops, you can head over to mmblauren.com and get started. Um, That's all I got, Lauren. Any final words? No, I would just say that, you know, get started. Just, you know, wherever you have to start, um, you know, I would jump on because now is the time. Uh, You can do this. It's is you know you just have to learn how the platform works and that's something that i can teach you that's something that damon teaches as well i mean and just learn how it works and you can do it and really there's hardly nothing that you can break so bad in your etsy shop that can't be fixed right right (laughs) so don't be scared to go just try it yeah i mean I i know people are just scared well what if i jump on and no one buys anything okay well then you fix it and then right. you, you know, then somebody will, you know, it's not the end of the world. It, and the great thing about jumping on Etsy is it only costs 20 cents to list your first items. And even if, if you have somebody's uh, link, uh, like of their free code link, you get 40 free listings right off the bat. So you don't even have to spend a dime for, you know, your first 40 listings. So, I mean, it's so cheap. The barrier to entry is so low. You might as well. Why right. not? All right, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you so much.